We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the Backliners podcast. Zagro and Barracuda, as per usual. And as per usual, you know that I am absolutely doomed uh, when it comes to all tech things. Uh, we are going to always be in a uh, unlucky position. Um, but we're here, you know? We're here, we're doing it. Um, and Proud of us. We're excited for, for doing the AMA episode. Uh, it's going to be really good. Um, sorry, we're just working through. Okay, I realized that I could just mute that uh, in Discord. Okay, <laughs> now I'm good. Wow, that was a... That reminded me of when I went to broadcasting school. Uh, I'm clearly really out of practice. They would yeah, do things to, to intentionally mess with us by like re-looping us in the background uh, of, uh-huh. of yourself. And I was like totally thrown off guard. I would fail. Uh, basically, yeah, that's me saying. too. I was very confused in the moment. Yeah, that's just how it be. But welcome everyone. It's our favorite episodes to do. It's the the special AMA episodes. Um, if you want to get involved and join the show prediction.com is the place to go. You can grab your tickets there. You can do so in the middle of the show. No worries. Use code backliners, uh, join up, be a part of the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, for our lovely fans who, uh, are going to be calling in, um, key, a couple things to keep in mind, use some headphones, uh, mute the stream. You'll be able to hear us through the, through the, the webpage and all that kind of stuff. Um, unless you want to hear us more than once. But then you're going to hear yourself more than once. And unless you did better than me in my college on-camera class, uh, you're probably not going to do that well. Or just love the sound of your own voice. Or just love the sound of your own voice. It's actually very natural. Everyone is always like, you know, you hear yourself on like your answering machine or something like that. Or like literally everybody ever. It's like a human nature thing. As soon as they hear their own voice, like on a recording, everyone goes, Oh my god, I hate what I. That's what I sound like. I know it's so weird, Um, especially when it's like you're laughing. You're like, that's what I laugh like. (laughs) You do one of those like stupid laughs, and you're like, no, I'm never laughing again. I don't have a stupid laugh. All of my laughs are only um, are only smart. Is basically Uh what I'm saying. Uh, But yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun because we have a lot to talk about. So of course, my world championship just happened. Mm -hmm. The year ten patch notes just happened. Uh, we are not going to be doing our typical deep dive on patch notes or anything like that in this week's episode. We're going to save that for next week and the week after that and the week after that because it's going to take us so long to get through all of them. Um, so 
but we are down to talk if you, if any of you have any questions about what you know we think about certain things in the year 10 patch or how something ended up the way that it did all that kind of stuff uh that is um that is all fair game so we're caught up on all of that but that's uh that's not going to be our primary focus our primary focus is on you. all of you the fans that's right and uh wow, look at us go before we're we're just on the same page, Barry. But I will say it's kind of the, the perfect time because we just got to talk to like a million fans uh, in Texas mm-hmm. at the Smite World Championship. I don't know about you, but that was like the best uh, world. You know, I've been to every single one except for season one, which I'm sure you didn't have that much fun at. Uh, no, season one was terrible. But man, I uh, I think this year was my favorite worlds uh, that we've done. Um, it was just so much fun and we got to, I got to talk to like so many fans and, um, just feel the energy for, for Smite. How, how was it for you before we uh, get into it? You could feel that it was overdue for about everyone in that room. (laughs) Yes. You know, I just feel like Smite's the kind of game that needs these in-person events and needs to be able to connect with the fans so easily. And that's what we've been lacking with, in my opinion, in the last few years because of COVID. And just being able to see everyone again and talk with fans and just see how happy everyone is to be in the same area, just talking about Smite, seeing their favorite pros, like getting signatures, getting hugs, like seeing people you play online with all the time. Like I saw like Panaturtle, I saw Blitzkov, like people I've normally never would have seen before in my life like or but i haven't seen like before in any other event and they were there and then i saw guy j too like just yeah i saw guy j just people i really like i didn't get to see andy though andy was a little snake i saw dude i saw bro he was my plus one i gave him my plus one ticket and I i saw him like twice yeah, where was he? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. He like He's a little snake. He did the Andy like fade in, fade out to me yeah. at one point of the after party where he just like walked up while I was talking to someone else, like gave me a little fist bump, and then like stood there for half a second and then disappeared into the night. Yeah, Andy uh, had away. <laughs> yeah, I just he just Andyed away. Uh, yeah. I was like, where did he go? I was so excited to talk to him, but um, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully some saw, of the other people out there got to talk to him a little bit. I saw him tweet at me, and then that was, like, during my time of throwing up. So uh, I didn't get to go back out, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that is unfortunate. I heard you had a, a tough uh, It was a It was self-inflicted stretch. for all the people that's like, oh, Bear is sick again. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. As well, I cough. Well, yeah, I've got, I've got a little... It's just a little dry in Georgia. A little right sniffle. Now, like. Yeah, that's all that's all there is. Bro, it was so dry in Texas. I'm sorry. Bro, I know. It was crazy. I was like drinking so much water and I was still like constantly constantly. I had, I had two dry. nosebleeds. Wow. That is like wild. deep in my nose. And I'm I was the same way. I'm like, I cannot drink enough water to stay hydrated. That's yeah, it was tough to do so. I was chugging water for sure. And uh more than water um for everyone who is uh gonna be joining the show today whenever you're ready uh press the hand raise button um and uh if you got your question ready uh again mute the stream have some headphones in and uh and all your audio make you know make sure your webcam and mic are, are working all that kind of stuff should be nice and orange whenever they're open 
Um, but again, if you want to join the show, prediction.com uh, to go get your ticket um, and then code backliners there at checkout. Um, yeah, you watch the throw, watch the show through the interface as well. Good, good shout in the chat um, to make sure that uh, that you won't have that delay and all that kind of stuff. But it seems like we got some people logging in and uh, starting to get ready, which um, which should be good. Bear, any uh, any initial thoughts, I suppose, before we kind of get into it fully um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> on uh, on the Kings' dominant world's run uh not surprising um i will say i think their play style was by far the best Mm -hmm. and that play style is just what they've been doing all year uh you know play clean smite walk to an objective and do it and then uh win the game (laughs) and uh you know that's what they did against us i think I think that our games were, uh, I think, the closest they had, I want to say. Um, I'm sure we should have yes. won, like, two of our games. <clears throat> yeah, I was talking to some people, uh, I was talking to some fans um, during game three, and at one point I, like, looked over, and it was looking great, everything was awesome, you guys were up, all that kind of good stuff, and then I looked back, you guys were up, like, 6,000 gold, and then I looked yep. back, uh and you were like all dead. Um, and yeah, I was very confused. Uh, I wasn't sure if I I should have watched. It. I meant to watch it back so that I didn't have to ask you what happened. Uh, but well, I can tell you what happened. What happened? Yeah, uh, we were like you said, six or seven k up. Uh, I called to push a mid tower, and we played the mid tower siege about as poorly as we possibly could have. Mm. Um, and then uh, like. Literally, <laughs> I I got blink hun ulted. Like from my perspective, I called a siege tower. Tower was getting low. Jake Shington ults a Yumoja without. Oh, also the Yumoja had no ult, and I'm like, we're six seven k up. Like this is the freest siege I've ever. Should played. be really free. Yeah, she yeah. just has beads. Uh, Jake Shington ults her. He has relic dagger. He starts tanking the tower. My boy gets insta gibbed. Mm. Uh, and then Vin played up too far. And try to like follow up of Jake's play. Jake or Vin got insta gibbed while I got like blink hunted. All I did was Ishar ult the hunt and then the the hunt pushed me away. By the time the hunt was done for me, I, I turned back around. I'm like, wait, we died? Like everyone's dead. Hello? Like what happened? And then <laughs> I watched it back. Uh, once I got back to the hotel room or like the next day, and I was like, what in the world? How? Yeah. What? What was that siege like? That was the easiest thing I've ever seen. That is tough. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll talk a little bit more about it in the future. We got our first uh, guest coming on here, uh, and a very well dressed for the occasion. If I if I do say so myself. Uh, oh, and the mug oh, decked wait. out for all our podcast listeners because you know this is an audio podcast. Uh, we've got a we've got a big fan here with the barracuda hat, the barracuda jersey. And the Barracuda mug. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming on, my friend. What's uh, thank you guys? What's your name? Uh, my name is Matt, or uh, my online tag is Cyrus X Cyrus. Um, um, I'm boy, in a lot of Cyrus, chats. What's regularly. up, man? How uh, are you? I'm happy to be here, man. Thank you guys so much. Of course, You're happy welcome. to have you on. What's on your mind, my friend? So, um, for a while, I've been interested in doing like a uh, SPL Smite like fan <clears throat> cast. Um, sure. 
influenced by backliners. Um, Miss Aaron of Long Lane, uh, APAM, APAM, the SPL rundown show. Yeah. Um, so my question uh, as influencers of the Smite community, like what would I need to present to, to players, to, to people like you casters um, when I don't have a Twitch stream, I don't have a, a huge online following. What would you mm-hmm. need to see to, to want to be willing to give me your time and not feel like you're just wasting that time? Hmm. It's a great question. Um, for me, that? it would be a few good intro e- intros, either whether it's intro episodes or intro, like something I can look at to feel that this guy's probably not going to waste my time. Mm-hmm. And so like, if you need someone to do an interview with, like, you know, you got me, if you want to <laughs> start somewhere. And then you also got yeah. Agra if you want to do that as well. 100%. Um, so that's, that's what I look for whenever people ask me. It's just kind of like a history. And because I don't say yes to like very many interviews anymore. Uh, I kind of just like to kind of pick them wisely, I guess. Or like don't do them like on cooldown anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's personally what I would look for is just a history. Yeah, definitely consistency. Um, and, you know, that, that you've been, you know, get it we say it all the time and I know it's like not the advice that, that anybody ever wants, but it's really just like starting um, right. and doing it, even if it is just to you uh, and, and no one else, just like you, you can prepare yourself as much as you, as much as you want. But then when you go to do your first one, you're going to realize, Oh, this isn't working, but I, but I could do this really easily. And like a million mm-hmm. of those little things that even if you, just treated it as a real run, but didn't press go live or anything like that. And you just pretended like you did. It's really going to teach you those little things. And so once you've kind of worked out those early kinks in the plan, once you've kind of shown that like, okay, you have an idea of what the game plan is and what you're doing, it becomes a lot easier for other people to come in and join your thing right mm-hmm, both as right. viewers and as active participants um if i had to give like some overall advice uh about it i would say understand like try and identify what type of smite fan you are creating your content for right you mentioned aaron in the long lane you know she does a mm-hmm. great job of making this written content and that is for Amazing. people who are less, you know, people who are interested in the on-field execution and all that kind of stuff like that. But the people who that content is really for is the the people who want to know these players as individuals, not as players, right? And that's right. a really great angle to approach it from. And, and Aaron does a really good job of that while still entertaining the X's and O's part. Is and your I- co-stream going to be you know, you said like a, a fan oriented co-stream that um, what comes to mind immediately. And maybe this isn't what you want. And th- and that's totally okay. You should do whatever you want to do and what you think your, your strong suit is, but don't, if, if it's your, if you're going for the casual smite fan, trying to do a ton of analysis and that kind of stuff, isn't what those viewers are going to look for. Right. It's more, right. Oh, we get to be a little bit more PG 13 or R rated mm-hmm. or whatever, or, and just like, I don't care how that happened. It's just 
cool. You know what I mean? Like that, that's kind of like, that's an angle you can approach it from that will differentiate you from, you're not going to beat Hazer in his analysis game. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You're not going to beat, you know, Snoopy when he's doing those co-streams. Can you play, could you go at it from the angle of, I'm going to explain this to as clearly and as slowly as possible to arena fans, uh, who are just learning to learn conquest, you know, like I'm not going to mm -hmm. go in depth right. at all about big things. This is where you come. If you just downloaded the game on Xbox and want to see what's good, you know what I mean? Like you can kind of come at it from a lot of these different types of angles, but be, understanding your target is going to let you hit it much more easily. If that makes sense. And I'm sorry, I just rambled no, for, for sure. like 10 straight minutes <laughs> no. about it. No, that was amazing. Thank you. Um, no, definitely is leaning more towards casual, like keep it simple, stupid, you know, yeah. um, cause not everybody gets the, the minutia and the, the small, small things. Um, and for sure, frankly, I don't. So like, I'm not going to pretend mm -hmm. to know something I don't, Great. Um, but I and love you don't smite need to. and I, yeah, I love smite, love SPL. And I just want to just share that with people, you know? Yeah, no, I think that, I think that, and that can be your target right there. Right. I don't mm -hmm. know the deep stuff. I don't really care to know the deep stuff. I just want to bring a bunch of people together and make it feel like a big watch party in my basement. You know what I mean? Right. Among other Smite fans. So bring a beer, bring some snacks. Let's hop in a stream. If you want to try and do like a 30 person discord call all watching the game together and it feels like a party, go for it. You know, maybe that's something mm -hmm. that people want that they don't have access to right now. So definitely try and identify some potential options what your primary target is, maybe some backups like that. And then just keep going and, and see what works. Um, yeah, that would, that would be my main advice for sure. Right. Well, thank you awesome. so much. Um, and if I may, I just, I want to thank you both personally. Um, I mean, I've been a fan of both of you uh, since the beginning. Uh, Barris and Cog Prime, season one worlds. Um, thanks for giving me somebody to root for. Uh, thanks, Agro, for making a SPL experience better um, throughout your years of casting and analysis. Um, and then thank you both for uh, giving me the backliners to look forward to every week. I appreciate it. Hey. I know a lot of people do. Matt, that's very kind of you, man. Appreciate we you. We couldn't Thanks ask so for much. a better first guest. My <laughs> goodness. So much. Right? You guys. <laughs> I'm going to pressure everybody else, bro. You're too good. You're too good, Matt. Matt. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. I can much. feel the tear in my eye right now. I know. Man. Hey, thank you guys so much. You're welcome, appreciate man. Matt, thank, you. The goat. thank you, man. I uh, appreciate you. Yep. Catch you next time. Uh, absolutely unbelievable. You don't have to be as nice and as cool as Matt. Uh, if I'm not... Bear is definitely not, uh, and uh, that's will okay. never be. Nope, that's just that's just how it's uh, it's got to be. So Matt slash Cyrus, uh, appreciate that, of course. Um, again, if you're uh, getting in and getting logged in, um, if you've gotten your ticket at prediction.com, just toss that hand up whenever you're ready to go. Have your question ready, um, and uh, and we will be good to go. There he is, Cyrus X Cyrus. What a beast that guy is the absolute best. Um, also down to take some questions from Twitch chat as everybody's getting ready and getting their webcams on and, uh, and set up and all that kind of stuff. So if you got any questions about year 10 patch, uh, or the Smite world championship, um, or anything else doesn't have to necessarily be, uh, Smite related, you know, me, that's, um, my preferred podcast content is, not smite related although not right now barry there's so much going on you know like yeah i feel i feel very heavily invested in smite right now after worlds it's just kind of like the post worlds like 
it's kind of like an addiction almost, but I mean, I think it's a little different for both of us because one of us is dealing with roster apocalypse. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> you gotta have your phone on you <laughs> the entire day. <laughs> everything, everything is just happening, you know? Yes. For sure. Very it quickly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Roster apocalypse. Oh, so, I love it. Any news, by the way, Barry? Uh, any news you want to share on the on the podcast? Um, I think, I think he has his driver's license. I think. Okay, nice, nice. nice I think nice, someone nice. Has it is a new listen. Now we know, um, we, <laughs> dude. I was catching up with the new listen the worlds. She she is so good. Oh yeah, she's I saw so her cool, for like man. two seconds. Yeah, she's great. All right, we're ready for our next guest now. Uh, as we're as we're coming in, hello. Dear hey, friend, what's up? How are you? An Iowa sweatshirt gives me a hint. Uh, yes. <laughs> here as to who I think this must be, but w- what's your name, buddy? Uh, I'm uh, Evan, or and online I'm Neon Kerm. But uh, Neon Kerm, a, a, a frequenter of the post podcast hangouts in the Backliners Discord. Uh, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, good. How about you guys? Doing great. Happy to. Uh, I will say I don't know if I've ever looked forward to a weekend this much in my entire life. I am exhausted. When I was casting, I would come back from Worlds and not do anything for like 10 days. I came back and I've had a full week of work and it's been really busy. Like, this sucks. It's been terrible. It hasn't been that bad because it's fun stuff. But like, bro, I am tired. Okay, I'm sorry, Neon. I didn't mean to like totally uh, just trauma dump on you for for my week. But that's just how it's been going. What's on your mind, friend? Well, I wanted to talk about the Atlantis Leviathans because they didn't do so hot this last weekend. So no, I I kind of wanted to know what you guys thought. Like their their fatal flaw was was it picking the Titans? Was it like bad drafts, bad play, all all sorts? Maybe it's the Haddock's curse. He just can't win uh, anything right now. Mm, interesting. Yeah, uh, a little. Uh, I would say a little bit of all of the above. Um, it's. I do think that picking Titans surprised a lot of people. I still felt pretty confident um, in the Leviathans because I thought that they are typically very good at drafting. And I think that's really where I was the most wrong and that the Titans really came in and totally threw them for a loop. Uh, You know, you never know what happens in a best of five. You know, I think that Titans definitely showed that their strategy was very well executed, but a little narrow. Uh, They weren't able to adjust as much as I expected uh, as the tournament went on. That being said, uh, I think that they came in really, 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 really well prepared for the Leviathans um, and deserve a ton of credit. And I think that it's the old classic, like everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. uh, And they came out and they like decked them right away. And I, I don't think the Leviathans like got nervous or, or let the, let the moment get the better of them by any means. But I think that they did not expect to lose so handedly game one. And I think it threw them off uh, a little bit going into game two. I don't think that um, they played their best. Uh, Barry, what, what did you think about the, the Leviathans <laughs> performance there? Yeah, I didn't hear Neon at all when he came on. Uh, <laughs> Unlucky. So I, I was talking with the guys trying to fix the tech issue. I don't know if I can hear you now either. Wait, can you talk real quick for me? Yeah. Hey, can you hear me now? 
I cannot hear you. Oh, <laughs> lucky. All right, well, I'm Neon's translator, okay, Barra? Uh, okay, good, Iowa's, perfect. He's, uh, he's saying Iowa's great. He loves Iowa. Uh, no okay, complaints. Good. Corn is uh-huh. his favorite. I um, love corn too. <laughs> and also, uh, and also, what did you think about the Leviathans uh, in the mm-hmm. Titan set? Like, what do you think went wrong for the Leviathans? Um, I think they vastly underestimated Titans. I feel like they saw the Titans that we played against uh, when they had forty-eight hours of practice, which is not going to be good for any team. Uh, I feel like most teams, if you throw in a jungle like at nine p.m you know, two nights before you play, you're probably not going to play that great. And also, it's Titans at Worlds. Like, are you trolling? Like, no offense, but like, of all the people at Worlds, Titans players, Aurora and Paul are not people I want to play against. Like, Sod as well. Like, I think Sod normally Sino. plays pretty... Yeah, exactly. I was going down the list. Yeah, Sino plays really well. And I think this was Stu's first on or in-person in- Worlds. Yeah, and he popped. Yeah, he played really well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I think unless you're coming in with like some game breaking sh- strategy, why are you ever choosing Titans over Mambo? Like yeah. I know, like Mambo looked good against other teams, but brother, they're not like God's gift to Smite. Like, <laughs> hello. Like I was yeah. kind of like surprised that every team was so scared of Mambo. Like. I feel like we had one of the easiest matchups going into Barra, semis. Barra, like, look, to get to semis. Those guys are really good players, okay? Uh, the Ravens are really good players. They all deserve mm-hmm. their world spots. I want to get that out of the way here. That being said, there is maybe nothing as consistent in the history of Smite than EU teams getting a little overrated. Uh, it happens <laughs> every single year. Can we call a spade a spade, <laughs> fellas? Can we? Can we? I think we can. EU- has had Stinks. now oh. three, well, really like two good teams, like mm-hmm. really good teams that is that have been transcendent past their region. It's been. Are you pulling a Energy Mifflin right now? Slash Epsilon. Yes, he's right, bro. It's Energy slash Epsilon, and it's Kings that are primary, like that. It, you know, four out of five EU players. Uh-huh. Historically, they get a little overrated. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It, it is. I mean. Very- you want to yeah, I will it. say this is completely off topic, but I was really happy with how Ravens played. <laughs> Ravens played great. I was very impressed. Uh, mm-hmm. I was very impressed with those guys. And I'm not saying they aren't good, to be clear. Just <laughs> to get ahead of the Reddit post, whatever. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying sometimes there's something about, like, the EU style that I think gets a lot of fans very excited uh, mm-hmm. about them. You know what I mean? Like, fans love those teams. They love the rivals. They love the dignitases, like all that kind of stuff. Like those teams get significant fan backing. uh, And they historically have not always performed to the expectations of those fans. That's my very diplomatic way of saying it. Mm -hmm. Neon, you don't seem convinced. You seem like I'm... uh, You're going to get clipped like Mifflin. I'm just saying. I know. I'm going to get clipped. (laughs) I know I am. Uh, It's... uh, I've accepted that I will get clipped. Um, it won't be the first. It, it, it isn't the first time, and it won't be the last. Um, but it's kind of it, it's not the best position to take when the Kings four out of five EU players just won Worlds and had the most dominant <laughs> run of all time. Um, and I get that, which but, was so much better than Levi's runs, just because it was in person. Just because it was in person. Yep, I said last year, right, that the Leviathans run would have been super hype in person. 
mm-hmm. that everyone was calling it boring, all that kind of stuff, that it would have been super hype in person. I do feel a little bit validated for for that take, which is yep. something that does not happen to me very often. I'm proud of you, but my take's getting validated. It's pretty, it's fairly rare. <laughs> would you, I will say, I'm not going to call them out. At Worlds, a lot of people came up to me and said, thank you for, for not being afraid to spit facts on the podcast about things like how ketchup is terrible. Uh, what? He's right, though. Neon just said I was right, and I'm not even lying about, about translating for him here. I thought yeah, about lying earlier, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean that. It's true. Don't boo me. I'm right. Uh, you know, that, that type of energy. Um, yeah, I can't hear Neon, so I'm assuming he did not say ketchup was terrible. I so. did, though. He did though. He did though. I, Neon, give sorry. me a thumbs up if ketchup sucks. This Can't is, hear. That's two okay. thumbs I looked up. away. I looked away. No. I can't see. <laughs> sorry. Neon, I appreciate you, uh, not just for your ketchup hating, but uh, for being your, your your Iowa self. Thanks for thanks for joining the show, friend. Hope hope all is well. See yes, you, uh, for sure. Yep. See you later. Catch you later, Neon. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. I do the shirt that says Catch "Don't boo Neon." Later, right? Yeah. It's just listen, Neon. <laughs> He was spitting, bro. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, someone needs to say it. Uh, and it just happens to be me. Dame says, y'all lucky I can't get on this podcast. Dame. Oh, no, no. That's no, where no. you're Do wrong. Not, don't get Dame on the podcast. Do not. You think we shouldn't? That you don't man, think? That man you don't think crazy. that Dame would come up, would, would go to prediction.com, put in code backliners, <laughs> snag a ticket, and hop on here? You don't think that Dame would be coming up and saying that I'm right about EU teams? Consistently getting overrated. Oh, I thought he was one of the ketchup thing. Oh yeah, or yeah. The ketchup he, he can talk about that. He better not slander ketchup. I'm not even the biggest fan of ketchup, but you can't slander ketchup. That's that's just how it is. New backliner it's, shirt. It's too powerful. Sucks. That's a good idea. Uh, Dame, hop on, bro. Anyone can uh, can get in there. Um, Prediction.com is the place to go using uh, code backliners. Although uh, we just got a word from our producer saying that we are having some issues with fans joining uh, who weren't in before the stream started. Um, but appreciate everyone who's trying. We're going to try and uh, get that sorted. If we can't get it sorted, um, we that's will certainly. You, you don't need a face cam. Yeah, that's totally fine. Although you, everyone's going to be upset that, you know, you're not, you're not going to be on cam, but it seems like with our, with our problems we're having, we're going to, we're letting our producers try and do it. Um, we will, uh, we will be trying to do this again. Um, if we continue to have some tech issues, I think that, this is without me consulting the prediction guys whatsoever, so I apologize if this is not Everyone's uh, podcast. the play. But we're going to do another one of these very quickly um, sure, yeah, yeah. once once we get these things worked out because this is our favorite type of show. If we could do this literally every week, I would. I'm not kidding. Uh, just yeah, like it's, it's, it's really there. It's Dane so says, like – Sorry, go ahead, Barry. I was going to say it's so nice to like talk to people that aren't you. It's just like <laughs> – what reinvigorating sorry what <laughs> Chat, <laughs> talk, no, this is, i think that i think that might have been legit barrett said like four words to me at worlds chat he didn't even <laughs> i mean what do you mean what do you mean barrett what do you mean <laughs> you were, i saw you I, that I like was one time up. <laughs> Bro, I lost. Lost. <laughs> no that's all good wait i was gonna tell you um i was gonna ask did anyone come up to you right after you lost your set or did our did our warning uh, uh <laughs> get there. No, but I will say this venue was so amazing they didn't get the chance to. So uh, you just walked backstage. Yeah, I walked. I was like, no, bro. There's no way. Smart man. <laughs> Smart man. That is like, definitely. No I'm going to talk to fans right now. I Can was, you believe? 
Sorry, did. go ahead. I, I was so angry after that loss. That like I tweeted that loss hits me hard, man. Losing never gets easier, especially nope. when the games feel so winnable. Like I don't even care that's like on stage or whatever. I'm not like slided by that at all. Like losing on sure. stage, like it's just losing in general when you feel like it's so winnable. Like that game three loss when I called the Caesars at mid tower and we just like died and lost the game. I'm like, ah, yeah, sure. like it, it felt so free and we felt like we had so much control. We felt like the drafts were like turning in our favor as the set went on. Like each game got easier and easier, like better and better. And I felt right. so much more confident. And then to like have that big lead like growing, and then to Ishtor ult the Hunnel, and then by the time that Hunnel's over, you lose the game. Like, ah, it was it was frustrating. Tough. But, uh, yeah, that's tough for sure. Well, I'm glad you didn't uh, get the um, get the fan coming up right after you. I will say that after uh, the dragons lost, I saw like Mike had a bunch of people coming up to him, like literally right afterwards, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, that was the last set of that day. And I was, <laughs> I was like walking out of the venue and I saw that Mike had like all these people around them. And I was like, bro. Cause Mike is way yeah. too nice to ever say anything just like you are. And so I literally went up to, Leah, his girlfriend, and was like, yo, do you think that he wants me to tell everyone to F off right now? Because I will happily uh, yell at this whole line, <laughs> go the away, you know, like not now. Yeah. I, I will, I will lose way all of those people yeah. as fans instantly. They can hate me as much as the, I would be mm-hmm. so... Me gotta be there for your boy. That's different. Yes, back up, bro. And you know, Mike yeah. was fine, and he said, "Oh, I'm good." All that kind of stuff. Leah's like, "No, if he didn't want them to, he would. He would tell them or whatever." Don't do it, <laughs> bro. There's a time and a place. Please I even don't. glared yeah. at like the second guy. You know, I thought I saw one, and I was like, I couldn't get to that guy in time. If I was there before anyone else, I would have literally like told everyone to leave. Uh, whatever, you're clotheslining him. Yeah, the second person in line, I made eye contact with, and I glared. Like I literally I was given the like glare before. Don't do that, man. <laughs> Did he turn around? No, I can't believe that. You got to work on your glaring know, skills. Bro. Yeah. Just- I got to work on my glaring skills for sure. There you go. Uh, it, there is in the chat uh, for anybody who's trying to log in, um, try and use the new link. It just got pinned. Uh, we'll see if that one works. But in the meantime, um, <laughs> got a question from uh, from Fishy McFishface, uh, who's having a little bit of trouble getting in. It's probably because they aren't underwater, uh, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on the removal of Hand of the Gods? Bear any thoughts on that before um, I go on my uh, reasoning? I'm not sure as far as what the start's going to be. Uh, the main reason Hog was used in Season 9 was to secure your own buffs in the pre-3-4 like three to four minute spawns. Um, rarely at 4 minutes, but mainly the 0-2 uh, to two minute spawn. So I'm not sure if people can invade now, or how easy it is to invade and steal buffs. Um, I did watch, I was watching Zap stream right before I got in here. And they were, like, pulling three buffs together. Uh, So that makes sense for a hog to be removed because you can insta-kill three buffs. Um, But as far as defending invades, uh, we'll see how easy it is to defend invades. You know, 
if people can start trying to figure out some invade starts or what's going to happen there. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I can tell you it was mentioned on the, on the update show um, in play testing, you know, we tried a bunch of different starts. Uh, I don't think that we will have ever gotten it completely right. Um, but we tried as many starts as we could really think of that seemed pretty viable to us. Uh, and hog was just by far the best thing to be doing. And it wasn't close. Oh yeah. For uh, sure. And you, it just, I don't view, I view that hog and invaders curse fill the same role for the most part. Uh, it is different. Slightly different, but for the most, that was why Hog got reintroduced initially, right? Was so that it could secure Mm -hmm. the first buff. Then it was still being used, all that kind of stuff. Uh, But overall, if we're not worried about the uh, initial invade because of Invader's Curse, and we, if initial invades start happening, we can always adjust Invader's Curse. Um, It was stifling what you could do. Um, mm-hmm. and what your options were. So with Invaders Curse still on the map, didn't feel like we needed Hog. Uh, it felt like the much less casual, friendly way to defend invades um, mm-hmm. and less interesting in a way. So um, I argued pretty heavily for the removal of Hog, and I'm, I'm, glad, we, uh, I'm glad we did it for sure. Uh, Dolson in the chat asked, Hey, Agro, would you have waited in line to meet Dolson? Um, and I would argue that I have waited in line <laughs> to meet Dolson. I waited when that, how long ago did you start Dave? I waited like 25 years, uh, in line. Wow. So to speak to meet Dolson. Um, it was worth every second, uh, in that line. Um, all right, we got someone else, uh, ready to join. Uh, it looks like Eastlam is, uh, <laughs> is here and ready to go. Is that, did I totally butcher that? I'm like the king of butchering, uh, screen names. I mean, I think, I think this happened last time also, but <laughs> that sounds no, all right. No, no, it's, uh, it's as Lim usually people call it. As it's a bar, right. though. It's a bar. I apologize, my friend. You know, it's like esports, no, no, Eastlam. It's kind of like right there. You know what you I mean? Like you're like, dunk. Yeah, you're like e. You're like online dunking on people. You're exactly. slam. You're e slam. Exactly. I'm dunking on Titans. That's what I do. No, yeah, just... exactly. Um, I love it. Oh, we lost Barra. You e slam Barra's cam for a second. I slam dunked him. Yeah, exactly. Off. Now it's uh, now it's back. Uh, what what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, what's on your mind, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Oh dear. There we go. That's good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um. Well. Well, I think I'm gonna start off with maybe like non-actual worlds questions because or like non-game specific questions maybe in the next race um, Love it. first of all what i do want to say is i'm going to give props to both of you because i after all the announcements i, fe- I felt like i mean uh, agro you must have been like working really a lot on this new season like i saw <laughs> i saw the new season and i was like that was a lot of hours probably in the office <laughs> I was like, i'm under a lot of stress of working out i was like he's had a lot it was a busy time for it was sure. a, but it wasn't just me it was a whole the whole team i yeah, won't take credit for anything individually That's but fun. uh yeah. it, it was it was a lot of work for sure i appreciate it yeah from the map to individuals like the whole team is really like excelling i was like let's go iris let's go um and yeah and with Barra, um you know you know i mean, put a lot of work in and of course i'm in the stream uh, a lot so you know 
another year, but we're here again. I'm gonna stay with you. And I still got, I still got, I still, I still got my, I still got my little card from ages ago, and I was so sad I couldn't oh, go. Let's go. But, but I was like, you know, we're still with, with Barra. So I guess my first question is, Barra. Let's be honest here. Oh no! How many oh, squats did you have to do to get that booty popping at Worlds? Because we all know <laughs> that that twerk was that twerk was out of this world. I was quite surprised. Uh, you were kind of working a bit. It it was, like, low key, I'm, I get on the dance floor quite a bit, and I was looking at it, and I was like, "That's quite good, actually." I'm quite surprised. I was like, "Let's uh, go." You know, I've done about uh, two squats going up to that uh that this is just wow. natural booty uh oh, so imagine, <laughs> it's the gamer chair <laughs> imagine what it would look like if i actually you know put time into it and imagine uh, yeah i was like we did the playthrough or the walkthrough of it on thursday and i was like it'd be fun if i shook my butt a little i was like i have no <laughs> doubt to shake my butt but like i'm just gonna go for it and then I did it on the the walkthrough, and Hindu was like, "That was great, Bear." And I was like, "Yes, sir. We're doing that tomorrow." I hope yes. it goes good. You really set the tone for the whole world. I was like, "Okay, if I see more, yeah. token, then who needs games?" Because this was this was this was bad. bro. <laughs> the crowd was cheering for us, and I started twerking, and it got so much louder. <laughs> <laughs> you need- oh That's how you become a fan favorite, right there. Yeah, you know, right. You- Throw that ass in a circle. That's all you gotta do, dude. That picture that Baskin keeps responding to stuff oh, with is yeah. so funny, man. I, I love, love that it. picture. Yeah, and with so Agra, how did yeah. it feel being on the desk again? Because I know you were. Because when you came on the desk and they just panned over to you, and I was like, "Is that Agra on the desk again?" I was like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, this is nice." I was like, "Here we go, throwback." Let's. I love this. So. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, man. You know, I was really uh, I was thankful to to Hindu Man and the whole team for uh, putting me putting me back out there for a little bit. Um, mm. It was uh, you know I was happy to do it so that Gore could have an opportunity to cast um, mm. his quarterfinal. Uh, but but you know Gore is unbelievably good uh, at that job, and um, just been really proud to see how uh, much he has grown this year and, and how much he killed it. Uh, the, people don't understand that that job, like hosting a desk is harder than casting. Um, pretty much unilaterally, in my opinion. It, there's just a lot more plates to spin and a lot more timing restrictions. And you don't just have the benefit of just saying what you see and getting loud. Um, mm-hmm. So Gore, uh, Gore did such an unbelievable job. Um, and, uh, you know, I didn't want to go up there and like crap it up uh being uh being rusty and all that kind of stuff so i uh i was lucky to have some really uh some really good uh analysts with me there and in trelly and in hazer um mm-hmm. and they they made my job a lot easier and you know i didn't i it wasn't uh it you know if i if i had been doing talent work all year and that was the death segment that i made uh i would be pretty frustrated with myself but <laughs> All things considered, yeah, I, uh, you know, a year, a year of rust on top. Uh, I, I was pretty happy with, uh, with with how I did. No, I, well, I can definitely feel like we're in the office all, all year, and then you're on stage again. It must be a bit like, whoa, I'm here again. But yeah. I'll tell you what, I was talking about my, how my on-camera teacher would be disappointed in me earlier. She, if she saw my camera switches there, you guys, oh my god, she would be so. Mad, and I was so bad about staying square, <laughs> oh, no. bro. It's so many technical things, you know. Like I can talk for a week about how badly I did it for on like these little things 
that I'm sure no one like actually noticed, but everyone was like, Agro, I was like, you never left. And I was like, did no one notice how bad my camera transitions were? Are you kidding me? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Uh, hey, but I mean, that's the way it goes. You got fed now. <laughs> but okay. And my last thing is when are we going to teach Baron magic? Because we can't enter a magic crossover and he oh. does not know how to play magic because I've got a deck right here. So I'm ready. Oh, uh, what, you, what you got? What you rocking right there? Right. Oh, this is my, this is my rock just to show stopper deck. They're like flipping coins and killing Dude, people's tails. That is a sick deck. <laughs> let's see. Let's see what I got on me because I've got one right next to me as well. Oh. Uh, this looks know. like this is a constructed deck of some kind. Oh, this is my Pioneer. Uh, is it Phoenix deck? Um, okay. Okay. That uh, that I was playing recently. I've got four decks like within arm's reach immediately, and these aren't even like my main uh, my oh, main ones that I was traveling with in my bag. So uh, I keep. Barry, <laughs> anytime. He's ready. I got, I got this deck. I right? got this deck. I got this deck. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to throw down. Wait, are those you, you guys should stream it. Have, have stream of Barry once. Have him teach him on camera. Dude, oh, that would be that would be so, so fun. Hard. Have you ever played yeah. any card games, Barry? Are you a card game guy? I love very. Very rarely, but I'm trying to get into them now. Uh, I was playing like a bit of like Slay the Spire. I wanted to get in like Great Hearthstone game. a little bit. Um, yeah. Just kind of like dip my toes in and see if I was enjoying. I was playing like I think it was called Gwent uh, yep. as well. Um, just trying. Gwent to, like, is the most ex- overrated card game of all time. Don't play Gwent. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a, Gwent, I'm a Gwent hater. I'm a total I Gwent hater. About this card game, and now that just affirms everything. I was like, okay. I, I hate car- I hate Gwent, bro. It's so overrated. It's so overrated. Wow, I'm a Gwent Jeff hater. would not be happy with that. I was texting Jeff about it. I know. It, he I was know. like, I was top twenty six in that game. I was like, of course you were. Of course, Jeff's that, a that beast, bro. He's he's yeah. really good at magic too. He's a really good magic player. Uh, yeah, Barry, we could I could eat very. We could have a really good time. Uh, learn, sure. learning magic for sure. Me that'd be, like, that'd be fun. This is the off season. Yeah. All right. I'm, yeah. I know exactly when we're doing it. You're you're coming over oh, and we're doing it. Let's oh it. no! Wait, are we streaming it or? Nah, we'll we'll see how sober. Oh, okay, we okay, okay. We'll, we'll see how good I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how good. We'll see how oh, we'll play one game and I'll be like, yeah. yeah I don't if you know cook if me, I'm so. done. You know. I'll, yeah. I'll be fine. The thing about Magic is because I, I mainly play Digimon as my main like competitive TCG. So that's where like, I go to okay. tournaments and I try to play. And, and Magic is my... I play Commander mainly. So it's like... It was... Though I really want a second card game and like another day on the week. And it's probably, in a casual way, like the funnest thing like you probably do. You just enter... People... Usually the community is also like really nice. So when you just enter like a locals or like a hobby store, you're kind of just like, okay, Commander Night. And you're playing around and somebody gives you a deck or you just start. The band's really in Commander. When you have banter, that's like the best thing. When you're like, yes. I'm not going to kill you this turn. And then they still kill you anyway. And you're like, really, bro? <laughs> okay. okay that's Commander's awesome. great. Commander's great. It's a great way to learn. It's like a multiplayer. Yeah. It's not 1v1. Well, it can be, but it's more like a four-player four free-for-all most of the time. And the decks oh, okay. can be very casual and low power they can be incredibly powerful but everyone gets to kind of like play the strategy that they like to play and and really identify with their deck and it's a it's a really really cool way to to engage with the game um it's It's the most popular format for a reason it's a way you play magic yeah it's a format you basically have like one card that is your commander and Mm. you can have you have access to it all the time um oh cool so you're okay. and you can only use cards of your commander's color identity. Mm-hmm. So if your commander is, you know, blue and white, you can only have blue and white cards right. in your deck. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's really See, fun. That's, 
It seems fun, like newbie friendly that way. <clears throat> yes, it is. Yeah, especially um, the precons, like preconstruction, that like yep. they do a good job at like well product wise to give you decks to actually play with. Um, yeah, and you've got and you've great. got aggro here to teach you now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get. We'll, I'm we'll, gonna get. I'm gonna bankrupt you, Barry. You're gonna be buying. We'll so keep you guys updated on uh, how this adventure goes. For and me and tweet, tweet, us, tweet us one day, just like I'm teaching them, guys. It's happening. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I'll, give, I'll give everybody the update for sure. There is zero yeah. twenty against me for the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh no. I'll get unlucky. Don't you worry. No one's as yeah, unlucky as me. So you gotta, true. you gotta keep. You won't draw any lands for turn. Don't worry. Yes, exactly. I'll just miss all my land drops. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know it's not uh, how I'm supposed to pronounce it, but uh, I'm sticking with E Slam. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I love the idea of you slam dunking people too much. I appreciate you, bro. Ha- have a <laughs> no great problem. night, man. Take you it too. Easy. See you later, buddy. Night. Barry, you're gonna wait. You're is he trying to steal my spot? You hear that? What do you mean? You hear that little biathian? I, oh, I heard that. I heard that. Kinda, okay. Wait, right. that was kind of clean. Uh, produ- right. uh, producers, can we give me his email? Because I'm going to be in contact <laughs> yeah. for no particular reason. Of That's course. my uh, only job, man. You can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got another person uh, ready to go here. I believe. Um, looks like we are getting a little bit, a uh, little bit better. Again, once you're in, make sure you're. Headphones are in. Mute the stream. You watch through the the uh, web page um, and uh, and have your webcam up and ready to go and all that kind of stuff whenever you uh, whenever you get a chance. But um, believe we've got someone ready. But once uh, until they're in, um, Barry, did you get a chance to play any PTS at all? Quite yet. I know a lot of people. No. Are playing I have been uh, <coughs> coughing. Apparently, coughing. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid thing in my lungs. <coughs> All that air. I'm not. I'm not sick, by the way. I'm no. literally not sick. It's just there's just some phlegm in my lungs. Uh, I have not played PTS. I have been. I was playing uh, this game called Forger, and mm. uh, I've been absolutely loving it. It's like a little casual game where you basically do as it says. You just forge materials. It's the most AFK brain thing. And I've just been doing it during a uh, roster apocalypse to uh, keep myself distracted between all of the Discord DMs and Twitter DMs uh, to yep. just keep myself as uh, readily as accessible as possible. So, hey, uh, uh, yeah, Gary, any I'm not... news, by the way. Uh, yeah, any news? Uh, uh, I've got a ton of news. Ton of news. I'll I'll tell you later. I you know oh, yeah. uh, obviously can't say anything right now. I love I love I love getting to send the any news messages. Those are those are my absolute favorites and uh, a meerkat yeah. uh, icon. If you are looking for just an AFK game, like while you like watch a movie or something, or like watch a show, just throw on Forager. Oh, hello, Forager. That's the one to do it. Hello. What's up, friend? How you doing? Uh, what's your name? My name is uh, OJ Man or uh, J Man. J Man, oh, what's up, J Man? Is it? I've always wondered. I've always read it as J Man, and the O is merely uh, visual. It's a little flare on it. You yeah, know? the O is flare, like Bronic. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, Haddix, because uh, Haddix is like my re- main reason to play Smite. He's like, nah, I'm calling you OJ. He just, he's like, your your name's OJ. So uh, all right, like Eslam. Yeah, yeah. I do that sometimes. <laughs> you know. Yep. Yeah. I love it. No, but I love well, I'll it. go with J Man, like but if you're ever feeling particularly uh, orangey, I guess I, I can call you OJ. Whatever. What is that oh, joke, dude. bro? I don't know. I, yeah, I, that was, so, I, I get so. J Man, you just so have to talk with Bear, bro. I don't deserve it. You you yeah. do your thing with him. Man. How are you doing, J Man? What's your question? Hey, <laughs> oh, that's oh, that. F- I think I for- no, I didn't forget. Okay, wait. so uh, 
Everyone, it's okay, Barry. I'm sorry, but this is mainly for Agro. Oh, How no. hyped were you? Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. When the the magic, dude, I have known oh. for so long, <laughs> bro. I knew so Can I just long. Go ago. Like a cup of water while you like ran about this for a bit. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll be right back. Give me like six seconds. I know it's going to take Yeah, long. I got pff, 60 seconds. My God, has this guy ever met me before? I have known for so long about this Magic crossover, and it was like paining me to not be able to tell everybody, Dude, man. And like, so I would sick. like go to a Magic tournament or something like that. I was playing all the like the RCQs and all that kind of stuff, and people would be like, oh, so what do you do? And I'd be like, oh, you know, yeah. I work on this game called Smite. And uh, they'd be like, oh, you know, it'd be really cool, like... Someone said, one of the people in my LGS was like, dude, it'd be so cool if you did guys at a Magic crossover. And I'd literally been writing the Magic voice packs right before I left to go play in, like, FNM. And I was oh. like, yeah, that would be dude, pretty it's... cool. Huh? That would be pretty neat. I think everyone would like it. But I'd literally just been, like, doing oh. it, and I couldn't say anything. It was it, it was tough. But it's... Oh, oh. Dude, it's so sick. As I was watching with my friend Ethan... Uh, he, his in-game name is These Fat Balls, for anyone doesn't know, but he's, like, my best friend. <laughs> he he got me into Smite. Yeah, um, um, but, yeah, but, like, uh, we, because I invited him over because I couldn't make it to Worlds, unfortunately, but um, we were, we did, like, a little, like, get-together at Worlds uh, land watch party with a couple friends. It was me and him oh, and a couple yeah. other people. And, dude, wait, he, he immediately said Jacob. He just said blue, black, red, white. I was like, no way. He's like... Cause I he just started Magic too, like he just got his first uh, precon Pioneer deck because he's oh, a Pioneer. Sweet. Yeah, it's it's so sick. And dude, I we lost our minds, bro. It was so sick. Cause cause uh, I know. dude, well, cause I started playing Magic around the the standard block of uh when Cons and like Theros like were like basically that block like M fifteen Theros and Cons that standard block, and that was like sure. that was so much fun when like Abzan was like deck in standard um, that was uh that was like that that was before i started playing but that was siege rhino era right if yeah oh yeah i was terrible back then because i played modern <laughs> redevotion i got stomped every game but like um and i started playing modern and when i saw nico Bolas, because grixis is my favorite colors i saw nico Bolas like at the very end i'm like <sighs> man it was so sick it's getting to work so... on all those i i wrote so I wrote every voice pack for the Magic skins. Ten Magic skins. I wrote all ten voice packs. Jeez. Uh, it, that was a busy time uh, for me at work, for sure. Um, and it was like, I was just so in on looking up every single card that had uh, a quote or referenced yeah. the art. Um, and... For those who like really go through and pay attention to the voice packs and all that kind of stuff, especially for the magic skins, you will find an insane amount of card references and flavor text references uh, and all that kind of stuff because I spent legitimately like too much time on it. Uh, I'm sure sounds like the the funnest homework you can possibly have for you, dude. It was so fun. It was so fun. I was having so much fun. it was so cool getting to be like a part of the selection process of like, okay, what characters do we want to do? What gods should they be? Like all that kind of stuff. You know, AJ was kind enough to like loop me in on all that because he knows how invested I am. Um, Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, I will, I will toot my own horn when I one day had the, the revelation. I literally was like looking at 
a deck list. Um, and it was when historic was still like just a few sets. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, and I saw a deck list that had Karn Scion of Urza, the Dominaria, um, printing, and he's got the big astrolabe right next to him. And I was yeah. like, wait a minute. What if we just did Karn Atlas? Like he has the astrolabe right here. Uh, and AJ was like, holy crap, that's such a good idea. Uh, and that's why I have a real soft spot for, for Karn Atlas. Cause, uh, I literally just like randomly thought of it, um, at one point, but all of them are so sick. I can't wait for you guys to see the next five. Uh, there, there, it, it's, it's awesome. Bro. It's such a sick. I didn't, I didn't have anything like, uh, I had a question for Bear, but then I forgot. I'm sorry, Bear. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. You guys can just talk. I'll, I'll drink okay. water. Okay. Okay. Does Bear even talk play about the podcast, anyways, bro? Oh, toxic night. <laughs> I'm mean, just aggro ranting for ten minutes. It's really back. just me ranting. That's uh, yeah. that's just how it Agreed. goes. Um, it's really I got like. Some, uh, my uh, I got some scalding tarts yesterday. Oh my boy, those are those are much cheaper than when I bought them. I bought scal- I oh, yeah. scalding tarts were the first fetches I bought a full playset of because I was playing Jeskai uh, in Modern and bro, those things were like freaking... they were like ninety bucks when I was when I first because when they yep. when the cons fetches released, I yep. I, I got those because I'm like I cannot pay hundred bucks for one tarn, bro. That's right. So much money. But now yeah, I mean I'm so. People get upset when their magic collection like loses some value over something like that, but I'm always very excited to have oh, the yeah. cards be more. Cards do not need to be this expensive. Um, no, it's it's you know, crazy. It's, it's much better when the when the decks are affordable and all that kind of stuff. Because more so, people play, and then it's like exactly, so exactly. So you know, I I think I paid like seventy five a pop for my Tarns years ago. Got mm-hmm. plenty of use out of them. I'm really glad they're like twenty bucks now. Yep. You know, it's it's just better for the game. Um, yeah, I agree for sure. Yeah, Barry, that's that's why you're gonna be saving money. That's why you're gonna be saving. Money. Hey, J man, appreciate you, bro. Uh, enjoy the magic skins when they come out, my oh, friend. See you, J man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Barry. That's uh, you gotta get into Just it, bro. Otherwise, you're not gonna appreciate man. how sick. Yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason. The game's incredible. Uh, it's uh, it's just the best. It really is. Um. So yeah, Barry. Someone on ch- an app or what? Since this isn't a Smite podcast anymore, I would happily do uh, a Magic podcast in addition to a Smite podcast. Um, if you guys are, right. it, it's not a. I, I don't feel too bad because it's not a. It, as far as I know, prediction. Uh, all the prediction guys are going to be upset with me if I'm wrong. Uh, prediction does not currently have any Magic podcasts that I can recommend, but I can recommend. Oh, you're so uh, happy. My, my friends over at Arena Decklists uh, podcast. That's my favorite magic podcast by a lot. Uh, some classic, uh, some classic magic competitors and commentator in uh, Brian Gottlieb and Jerry Thompson, who's a magic hall of famer. Um, good dudes. Love their podcast. Uh, check it out. If you're looking for a uh, magic podcast and that kind of stuff. Um, Timmy, I see your question in the chat. Hopefully, uh, Tony or someone can can help you out a little bit with getting in there because uh, Timmy Two Shots is uh, is the homie. Um, mm-hmm. Barrett, so Bulbasaur asked in the chat, uh, did not having bread affect your world's performance? Bro, <laughs> so real quick, uh, for our, the Bolts like introduction, I was going to throw bread to the crowd. And I was going to give up some here. bread? Yeah, I was going to go, I was going to like Uber eat some bread. <laughs> Why do I keep coughing? <laughs> 
Uh, I was going to Uber eat some bread and uh, throw it to the crowd as like my intro. And I was like, this is going to be a fantastic thing. And uh, I couldn't because uh, you can't bring bread inside, apparently. So, uh, yeah, I was I was kind of sad about that. Uh, but I yes, it did. Unfortunate. Uh, for sure. I was not, there was there no was a... bread in the back, unfortunately, for me. And I was, I was a little sad about it. Dude, I was in the back. I think it was in between games one and two uh, of your set against the Kings. I was in the catering room. And Ven mm-hmm. came in to grab a water, and then he left, and then he ran in like two seconds later and grabbed a banana, and was like, "It's kind of our thing," and then left. You know, it's like the the team banana or whatever. Uh, and I was what? like, you know, like what? you guys, there was like the banana. <laughs> you guys had the thing with the, but you would always have like a banana, right? Is that I... am I wrong? I hate that he said it that way. That is no. I mean, I, that wasn't a direct quote. Okay, that wasn't a direct. Oh, quote. okay. He looks at you like, in the eye, winks, and I got it or something like that. You know, it's like you know, it's like a. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said like, oh, Van, you know, gotta get that banana, you know, and and he was like, yeah, you know how it is, something like that. I don't remember exactly what he said. Yeah, I think it was uh, for last. Last was the one eating it on stage. People thought go. I was the one eating it on stage, and apparently they weren't happy that I wasn't the one eating the banana. <laughs> Heads up, we're not allowed to have food on stage, by the way. Lass was breaking the rules, snacking on a banana on stage. And that's why I was staring at him. I was like, Lass, you're not allowed to have that. And Kabam was like right behind him staring at him. And he like slowly starts eating the banana, like looking at Kabam. And Kabam just like shaking his head like this Pro- guy. Like what is he Kabam, doing? Poor Kabam, man. Poor right. Kabam. I feel so... I, it, Kab- it, poor admins, man. They just always like... The, the boys who just gotta enforce the rules, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just how just how it is. Um, Kabam deserves better, <laughs> better yes. than us. Yes, for, I had to give him like a rallying speech on Thursday because we were there so long for rehearsals the day before the event, and he was just like, he needed he needed to pick me up, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's just how it goes, unfortunately. Um, yeah, J Man. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say it seemed very stressed the whole event. But like, in like, in like a good- It is stressful. It is yeah. very stressful putting on an event like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can imagine, dude. I mean, they were yeah. there all day. Like, from when we got there and just, like, doing the walkthroughs, they stayed, like, way after as well. Like, they were putting in so much effort in that. Yeah, it was... <laughs> It was some long hours for that team and uh, endless appreciation for and really an unbelievably smooth show, uh, all oh, things yeah. considered, with how late it got put together and all that kind of stuff. You know, certainly mm-hmm. not, you know, no one's ever going to claim that it's perfect, but uh, with the, given the circumstances, I don't think that we could have ever asked for anything more than the show uh, that that team put on in terms of its smoothness uh, mm-hmm. and the quality of it. Um, it was great. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree with what you said earlier. I think that was like the best, it, or one of, if not the best, world you've ever had. Like for all everyone that wasn't there, um, for the for the player side, like we literally had our own private rooms in the back with uh, computers set up for us that were able for us to play on whenever we wanted. They're literally private rooms. At the Cobb, we have a dressing room in the back, like. Yeah, we have a dressing room, and, like two mirrors. We're not getting PCs. We're not getting like catering. Also, that's another thing. We had every single meal catered for us. Breakfast and lunch, it was good. And dinner. It was. And it was like 
really good food. Good yeah. food. That was by far the best catering I've had since I got out of sports broadcasting. Oh. The, the the meals that you would get in press mm-hmm. boxes were typically very, very good because it's, you know, team chefs and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like that level of good, almost. It was, I was very happy with uh, with the food that we were being served. Yeah, I didn't know we were getting, like, tacos one day, and then they were like, catering's here, and I'm like, no shot. I turned the corner, and there was, like, a fresh spread of, like, tacos. I was like, it's going to be okay, you know, like, catered tacos. Yeah, Those tacos like were banging. Bang like, those were so good. It tasted, like, fresh and, like, natural good food. Oh, also, all the food I had in Arlington, banging. Even the food not there, you know, when I was sick or whatever, like, throwing up. Every single meal I had in Arlington, I don't know what is over there that's not here in Georgia, but they cook so much better than we do here. <laughs> so much better. Bro, I think, so Barry, good. I'll be real with you, though, a little bit. I think it's you're in the middle of nowhere out there in Georgia a little bit. You know, when you get to – there is some – compared to at least where I'm from and, like, Pittsburgh, I love Pittsburgh, the food scene in Pittsburgh is – it is not good in comparison to Atlanta <laughs> or Texas. Like the food, there are great restaurants in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you, let's put it this way: there are lots of Applebee's in Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, yeah. There are lots of Red Robins and that kind of stuff, which is fine. No one. You, I, you I mean like? To, you uh, mean like those like in particular, or just like restaurants like those? A lot of chain restaurants in mm. pittsburgh and you know chain restaurants right. are uh affordable a little bit more affordable a lot of times than more local places if that's where people like to go out and spend their money i don't want to shame them or make them feel guilty for it but mm-hmm. the food in georgia is not in the same stratosphere as that is the majority <laughs> of food near pittsburgh um <laughs> texas with food was really good but mm. I think you're sleeping on what your options are if you were a little closer okay. to the general populace. You know what I mean? Okay, so I ate this place called like BFs, BFFs Asian. Uh, it was like an Asian oh, I went there. Yeah, I went there. Yeah, they had some. I got their uh, tofu appetizer. So good! It was like salt fried tofu. That was one of the best appetizers, no troll I've ever had. It was, Sounds I mean, good. it was a little heavy on the salt, but I mean, it is salt fried tofu. And I was like, you know, that's, it's in the name. I mean, I can't be mad about that. And yeah. then I think I had the best Mexican food I've ever had. It was just that some makes like, sense. local Mexican place. And oh. I Bro, cannot I should have asked you where it. he went. I don't think I got a single like local Mexican place. All the Mexican oh. food I ate was just like from catering, which was really good. But I really did what I meant to go to like a good Mexican restaurant and I didn't and I didn't have time. I really should have yeah. prioritized it. You should have done that because that food I got cactus tacos. No way. Banging. Were they good? Banging. So good. And what does cactus got, taste like? I delicious, bro. I, I looked it up and I was like, is this a real thing? Like this is an actual option. And apparently it's a very normal, like non meat like substitute in uh, Mexican food and like tacos and stuff. And it was really good. And then I had like an avocado burrito. So good. Like the flavors carried through the entire thing. And then I had some, um, it's not Mediterranean food. It was, I think it was like Greek food, like hummus oh, and stuff. I love, I love Greek and Mediterranean food. It's yeah. so good. 
I got two like big plates of it to take back to my hotel room. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, it sounds like we just had like two different dining experiences because you should have tried the local stuff, man. It was crazy. No, I really should have for sure. And the restaurant, I'm not saying that the restaurants I went to weren't great, but I'm very consistently impressed by like every little place I go to in, uh, in Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure I would have been in Texas as well. It just, I just didn't have as many opportunities uh, for sure. We were at the venue a whole lot, which is not a bad thing. Um, I mean, uh, we do have another. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not turning that down. Uh, we do have another guest ready to go, but before we bring them in, I got a. Uh, we got a quick ad read to do. Um, in particular, this one. Uh, this show is brought to you by Better Help, one of our favorite sponsors here. So, uh, this episode of the Backliners is, of course, sponsored by Better Help. Um, I uh, typically have my therapy appointments on Wednesday mornings, uh, but this week I had an appointment um, yesterday, so I had to move it over to today. And I was legitimately like, I get so pumped um, to do my therapy appointments every week because uh, I just always end up feeling so much, uh, so much better afterwards. You know, I just feel like mm-hmm. I can work out whatever I'm feeling and, and whatever I'm like uh, thinking about and all that kind of stuff. And it's definitely like not always super heavy. Sometimes it's just like, uh, you know, I've been seeing this, this particular therapist for uh, a little over a year now. And it's sometimes it's just like catching up and getting to the bottom of whatever has been going on recently. And sometimes it is when, when things are tougher, but I know that after those appointments, I always end up feeling a lot more uh, like, it's almost like being more alert just to how mm. my brain is functioning. Um, and I give a ton of credit for uh, my uh, success, if you will, um, to finding a therapist that I really like and, uh, and working with them consistently. And so that's, and that's what better help is all about is trying to help pair you with the right therapist for you. So, you know, if that's someone who is, a little bit, you know, if it's in person or online or like text conversations, you know, occasional phone calls, it's all about finding the right therapist. Therapy is great, but it really only hits that spot whenever you find the right pairing. Um, and that's what better help is all about. So it is absolutely one of the easiest ways out there to, uh, to find the, the, the right person for you because therapy can be very intimidating, all that kind of stuff. Great way to, to make it a little bit easier. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And that's one thing that I'll say is don't be afraid if you're not connect, you know, you're not connecting, you're not vibing with your current therapist, they will not be offended. This is, they understand it as well as you do, if not better, that this, that's what it's all about. So don't be worried. Just, uh, just, fu- just switch until you find the right one for you. And that's what BetterHelp is great for. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash backliners today to get 10% off your first month. Uh, that's betterhelp.com or excuse me, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash backliners big shout out shout out to better help um Woo. 
Bear and I, big, uh, big supporters of um, therapy and getting your mental right uh, whenever you get the chance. Great. Always want to, you know, shout out our sponsors. A great way to support the show is by interacting with our sponsors. But this one in particular, good for good for all of you. Good for literally everyone. And if you're if you're struggling at all or if you just feel like you just need to talk to someone, just please try it like it. Words cannot do the impact it's had on both of our lives. And I just greatly, greatly, greatly recommend it. 100%. 100%. Well said, Barry. Um, all right. I think we got uh, another one ready for whenever the producers are ready to fire them in. Oh, my God. Oh, that, that was quick. <laughs> Joseph, fast. what is Hello. going on, my friend? How, how you doing today, man? What's up? Can you all hear me? I yes, can hear sir. you. Can Barry, oh, right, Barry can hear you. Okay. Yeah, That's exclusive hear territory you. for you. Let's hear go. Yeah. It's a big upgrade here. What's up? <laughs> uh, I go by Joseph or Nastani. The, the Nastani is my IGN normally. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, I, I swear I've seen you before. And I was thinking, like, I couldn't get quite the – I'm so bad with names all the time. But it yeah, looks yeah. very familiar right away. All right. Um, I had two questions. One kind of a meme question. The second one more serious. Um, sure. I just wanted to draw some comparisons to Paul and LeBron as Paul has been to the past four finals. And that seems yeah. very similar to another <laughs> another person as LeBron. I just want to get your thoughts. Like, is Paul just going to be in finals every single year, win or lose? But is he just going to be there? It, it is legitimately <laughs> not an impossibility. Like, that dude could actually do it. Um, he yeah, is, I didn't really think about that. He is yeah. crazy, bro. He is crazy. There's just something about him playing at Worlds or on the world stage that just kind of like flips a switch in that man for some reason. I don't really know why, but like him and Aurora as well, like I feel like that pairing is just so strong. And then he had Neil before, like I feel like both of his supports are just like world stage players. And I mean, if they're going to stay together or whatever, like they're going to be so strong moving forward. Yeah, I mean... I've said it in like my long lane interview that I did. I've not been particularly shy about saying that I think Paul is, is the goat. Um, Mm -hmm. That dude has just changed the way his role has been played more than any other player ever has uh, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Um, And I think that that's the big thing. Like everyone always, it's hard. There's a reason that like, there's the whole like, your favorite player's favorite player, like, type of thing. Like, players, you, I have never once heard from anybody that Paul is overrated from a pro player. I don't think I can say that about literally anybody else in the history of the game. Like, yep. there is someone That's out there who thinks that every great, you know, every, you know, for adapting, uh, PBM, Aurora, Cyclone Spin, whatever, I have heard that those guys are overrated from someone at some point no matter what, never once has anyone said that Paul's overrated. In my, it, it, maybe they have, just not to me. But I've been around a lot, uh, and that dude just—he's just different. He's different. He really is. I watched <laughs> him mess up relics on war. That he messed up relics in one of their in one of their games, I think, in the finals. And I was literally like, you give him shook. a chance. I was shook. <laughs> I was like, yo, did he mess up his beads? Like. I've never seen Paul do that. Uh, it was literally, it, it, I was like, they lost, bro. They can't win. It, it's, that, over. That, that, it's over. Uh, it, it is that noteworthy to me when Paul messes up his relic usage, which is uh, which is saying a lot. 
<laughs> and then, uh, my, my second question slightly more serious slightly more serious mm-hmm. i just want to kind of uh pick bear's ban- brain a bit not bane a bit but brain a bit i can speak words um on like your thoughts on like the the recent players retiring between uh pcat mm-hmm. and cuvo if i'm missing anyone else i don't think i am but i mm-hmm. feel like i've been on the twitters um yeah. Yeah. just has it yeah, yeah. ran through your mind recently like how where have you been with your if you're planning on retiring or thinking about it or mm-hmm. are you just like chilling because uh, for me, cat really like hit me out of nowhere because I was like, oh, PCAT, you know, PCAT, PBM, they going to be in. And then I was like, oh, yeah, oh, for me personally, uh, I'm just chilling. I kind of take my about like year by year and just kind of see if like I'm still enjoying the game. So enjoying like the people I'm playing with. Can I get on like a good roster next year, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so for me, I don't really view it as like like a long-term thing i'm kind of just like enjoying the ride and then it's turned into a long-term thing so uh yeah uh i think for for the other people that have retired um i mean it's gonna sound like kind of bad but i think season nine put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths for smite um i think a lot of pros weren't really enjoying smite um once worlds was announced that uh it like wasn't gonna be on lan uh, I think a lot of pros, like, it hits us hard about that stuff. Like, obviously, it hits fans hard, but, like, that's the whole reason you play, is to, like, play in front of people. Like, that's the mm-hmm. only reason, like, to play on a world stage and, like, have people cheering for you. And to have that opportunity to, like, yoinked, it just hurts a lot of people and hurts a lot of people's minds about Smite. And so for PCAT especially, and for, like, other people that are retiring, like, it just hurts. Like it hurts to see that like maybe high res isn't like that invested in the smite scene anymore, like the pro scene anymore. Like, and then you start thinking about like longevity wise. And so it's like, should people start like, is this like a good exit for me? Should I keep playing? Like, or should I just like start my other career, you know? So I think that's why it's happening. I'm not sure if like, Kiva's going back to school, like, PCAT's going to do, like, full-time streaming or whatever. Um, but, yeah, as a pro player, it hurt, it hurt a lot that we had to, like, fight for that stuff. Because um, for from the understanding before that, like, right when COVID ended, we had assumed that we were going to go back online immediately, or go back to land, sorry, immediately, and, like, have a big world <laughs> stage. And we were, like, really, like, built up for it. And then to hear that call, or during that call, it just, like, it hurt a lot. And I think also season nine was just a lot of smite for us to play. Uh, it didn't really seem like the most important smite either. Uh, mm. We were just kind of like showing up and then playing and it just didn't really feel like great, I guess. Like, oh, woe is me. I'm playing video games. But like, it didn't feel like impactful. Like, it didn't feel like we were playing for anything, um, which are things we have addressed going forward as well. Um yeah, I, I just like I said, I just think the overwhelming thing is just season nine did not feel great as a pro player um, for a lot mm-hmm. of the pros. Um, but I will say, I think season ten with everything that Agro has put in the game looks really good, and then everything we've heard True. behind the scenes about the pro scene moving forward has been so much better um, moving forward as well. So I think that high res like for aggro side the design wise they listen to everything that we said and then for the pro scene as well they listen to everything that we said um yeah i think for pcat and for cubo it was probably just their time like you know practicing and scrimming a lot just kind of wears you down over a while it just kind of like you just go numb 
And sometimes it's your time, you know, sometimes you got to move on. Yeah. I, I will say too, like with the, cause you were talking about how like it kind of felt like it was meaningless for like the things you were mm-hmm. playing for. Even as a fan, I kind of felt that cause I was like watching regular season. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, this is kind of long. Like, what are we, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like what, what are we doing here? I mean, I don't mind watching, you know, I like watching, yeah. but I'm like, what are we doing? And, uh, I, I, yeah. I hope that like maybe like we'll you know how uh, I think league has like mid season or like a mm-hmm. whatever it's called I think like one of those like bring it back or because I think we used to have them I don't remember yeah we did bring yeah. mush mm-hmm. but I think yeah. bringing those back could be sick if that was like a direction that it was going to go in I, I mean you know yeah I, just yeah. throwing it out there but I, I totally just like I felt you on, on the uh, mm-hmm. on just like the season as a whole I was just like you know. We we needed a big pick me up, and I'm so glad that this world's happened and was like as good as it was because that's the pick me up. I think fans needed, the pros needed, designers mm-hmm. needed. Literally, this is what the entire community needed. Like we were, I think COVID also burned out everyone. Like okay. we were fried, and that is <laughs> it's so nice to see people again, man. It's so nice. <laughs> I believe it. I know well, you don't like sitting in this little studio confined every single yeah, day. Yeah, right. Sweating the studio is rare. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The studio is really great. It's really nice. They did a great job with all with the changes to it a few years ago. Oh yeah, we all needed to get out of there a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, but hey, you know, it, it picked up adapting back into wanting to play. So I think uh, mm-hmm. world's overall huge success. Yeah, also, I just want to say that now. Maui is sick and genetics is a monster. My and man, I bro, really he like has got to get the skin. He's so right? fun. It's got to be. Oh yeah, skin. dude. Yeah, he got it. He, that, that was game the three pick. was unbelievable. Like versus the Titans, I was just like, dude, they really gave him that. And then he was just like, yeah, you gave me this, and now we win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Barry, when okay, you guys bro, got five man Maui alted, bro, I'm sorry, yeah, we all. We had man. Well, we had to go for that because Jake sold right. all of his items to defend the base. Yeah, but, like, but that was a sick yeah. play, by the way. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah, that was I so really cool. liked the play and the idea, but I was just so like, how did you know you were there? He saw a scepter. He saw a scepter hovering there. Bro, no, this guy's got eagle eyes, bro. (laughs) Unbelievable, this dude is bro. Did Jeff Himla do that guy's LASIK? What, yeah, right? I thought it was like, I thought it was like the Atlas Orb or something. He saw like a ward or something. He didn't see the ward, he didn't see the Atlas Orb. He saw the scepter. That is crazy, like, like we well, but then look. Like, we had to force something, and the game was basically yeah. over, yeah. and yeah. we are like, we're either running at them in the jungle, or we're gonna wait somewhere, and then we weigh in, and then once I saw him, like, shoot up this guy, I'm like, yep, we lost. <laughs> this, this <laughs> like, there it goes. See you later, I guess. I'll see you guys later, yep. Yeah, Time unfortunate for, for you, uh, very cool for all of us, because that was a crazy mm-hmm. moment, man. I've Bro, that must have, I gotta go back and listen to that, uh, because the whole crowd just, like, started yelling. I didn't even hear the cast. Yeah, it was call. a CSGO moment, bro. We were hiding behind the wall and the, the fans were just going, yelling. Uh, and I'm like, uh, 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 It's like, are they taking totem? Could, like, what could, you, hear, yeah. could you hear them like getting louder yeah, on stage? There was nothing <laughs> happening. You're on stage, you're like, shut up! Like, yeah. <laughs> shh, shh, be quiet. Yeah. You stand up, you're like, quiet. I said, like, please. That's really funny. There have been a lot of... Uh, there have been a lot of those moments, I know, in like COD, where someone's going for a ninja defuse yep. and like somewhat you know the crowd starts getting hyped and they check bomb and, and they kill him like i remember uh in one of the recent cod lands like the crowd didn't start cheering whenever someone was going for a ninja defuse and they got the ninja defuse off, off and the whole crowd went wild and and uh the casters were like 
shout out to the crowd for not spoiling this one. Like you guys did it. Like you guys kept it from them. Uh, that's the real tech is to just get the fans on your side. Imagine, bro, they could have started cheering for no reason and it would have delayed like a minute of their fire. You know what I mean? Like they would have had to be so careful checking all the walls. So that's how you as fans can influence your favorite team. <laughs> this is not what I should be encouraging. You can grieve the enemy team. I mean, they were basically doing it anyways, cheering what? for like buff secures and totems and that and kind of totems, stuff. I'm sure that yeah, was super bro, confusing. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, real it was quick, funny, this, I will say. This off topic, were people booing or were they, say, they, were they saying stew? No, bro, they were saying stew. They were saying stew. I wasn't there. I don't know how it kept getting uh, circulated that they were booing. Maybe mm-hmm. some people were booing very occasionally, but this is it was it is such a it's just like an esport moment because in traditional sports, people with last names or first names like that, they get mm-hmm. chants like that all the time. Like there's mm-hmm. right now there's a uh, one of the Steelers, his last name is Fryermuth, and whenever he catches a pass, everyone in the stadium goes and so it sounds like a boo but it's everyone saying mooth uh and so i was like oh instantly they're saying stew and that must have been so cool for him to get a unique like you know everyone Mm -hmm. chanting my name type of moment okay good i just wanted to clarify that because i wasn't there so i didn't like they were saying i didn't hear it yeah 100 yeah. percent. good i think yeah. it's, just it's, it's, it's a sports chat, thing you know? yeah. and if you oh, aren't you know if you haven't been or, or you don't watch traditional sports and you're not used to that type of thing mm-hmm. uh i can understand why why that got confused but it, it was still 100 that yeah, crowd loves sh- still yeah. that was shocking to me i was like there's no way my fans are booing someone that's that's no, so no. out of character for smart people to do no. yeah i don't think i've ever heard a boo like at worlds like with all yeah, like, so exactly. in person yeah. i don't think i've ever heard a boo i don't think so Unless, that's, like, even when one like guy <laughs> like even when like yeah. cloud nine lost season two yep. like yeah. you got that was like the most amped i'd ever seen a crowd before uh at an esports event um was that season two matchup between C9 and, and Energy or Epsilon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the crowd was unbelievably Cloud9 heavy. Uh, the most lopsided crowd maybe I've ever seen. And they still cheered when Epsilon won yep. that set. Yep. Um, and deservedly so, you know. That's the thing about Smite fans is that, this is what I tell people all the time. We don't have the most viewers, but our viewers watch everything. Like... Mm-hmm. You don't have yep. Smite fans who tune in for half of a set. They watch from the minute the stream goes live until every game is done. Um, mm-hmm. and it's the reason we've been around for so long. Cause you guys- it's the reason we've been around for so long. It's the reason, you know, that, that's a huge part of, of what our fan base is like. Um, so it was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was really cool. It was really cool to see. Um, I can vouch for that. I've probably watched like, probably 80% of the entire pro league since like the launch tournament. So I am that guy. Like, <laughs> like, that's you. I'm talking about you doing, right man. now, Joseph. <laughs> you're, the, you're the man. I appreciate you, bro. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you. Have a great Thank night, you all. man. Thanks for yeah, coming on. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Barra, I think uh, we are at the 90-minute mark. I know we didn't get um, everyone in who uh, got tickets. Uh I wanna I wanna give my my personal apology to to anyone who had trouble getting in. I promise you that we are gonna do another one of these soon. And um, if you had any problems, please re- you can DM me 
uh, and I'll work it out with you about getting um, either a free ticket uh, to the next event or getting reimbursed or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> that was a troll time to laugh there. Was there something? Was there something funny in chat, or are you laughing at me? In the Discord, in the Discord group, sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That was was pretty good. No, you're good. Uh, Yeah, Barra's going to do it. Yeah, or or Agra's going to do it. That's uh, that's it. That's it. Um, Yeah, anybody who wasn't able to get in today, we will 100% either get you a refund or get you a free ticket to the next show. Uh, If they're having problems on the prediction end, I'll do it personally. uh, We appreciate your support um, and apologize if you had some issues. This is our first time using this new system. Um, and, uh, and had a, had a good test run. This is how we, you guys know how it is on the prediction shows, right? Like this is how it goes. Uh, you get, you get a little tech. Especially issues, with me and I am tech cursed beyond belief. Yep. There is no, this way. time it was me. I was just like, I can't hear. I'm sorry, but it's <laughs> my fault. Yeah, but it's my fault. Uh, so cause I, cause I'm the one. So mm-hmm. I appreciate everybody's patience. Uh, appreciate the the prediction guys on their hard work working behind the scenes i know uh they did a lot of work to to get us up and running and um they'll be they'll be ironing out whatever issues there are and we'll be back doing one of these uh very soon so appreciate everybody again reach out to me if you were if you got a ticket and weren't able to get it to get in and uh and we'll be able to do another one of these soon because this is great uh, particularly off-season content um yeah i love this stuff it's so So, yep uh Appreciate you all out there uh, for tuning in. Um, no random question of the week from our Patreon Discord this week because we did random questions all episode. That's typically how we do these AMA episodes. So we'll be back next week. We'll talk about year 10 patch notes, maybe a little bit more about worlds if there are any questions that you wait, guys wait. didn't have a answer. Tuesday, yeah, right? go ahead. Tuesday. Tuesday or next week. Next Tuesday, yes. Thank okay. you. Good call, Barrow. We're back on our normal time. Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Uh, that's the place to check it out. Um, of course, Prediction has a bunch of other great shows that you can check out. Cyrus saying in the chat that they that he loves their Tarkov podcast. So lots of different esports and, and video game communities have uh, shows here on the Prediction Network. Highly recommend you check them out. Um, big shout out to BetterHelp for our sp- for sponsoring this episode. Again, BetterHelp.com slash Backliners is the place to go there. Um, and then if you want to support us directly, uh, Patreon.com slash backliners is uh, is the place to go if you want to join that community get a part of our community discord um and hang out there we appreciate you all uh big shout out to everyone we saw in texas um but i know you had a crazy line uh oh yeah it, i tried to explore and got stuck there for three and a half hours yes that <laughs> I, I, I made bad, it bro. I made Go it 20 ahead. feet around the corner and then I was stuck there for three hours. Like, I wasn't even trying to, like, start a meet and greet or anything. I was just Isn't talking that a to people. wild experience? Yeah, it is so bro. Wild. Especially I literally... during a set. Like, people are just, like, we're lining up. I'm like, all right. I, I, I love it. It's just, it's really, like, humbling to just be in that experience and just be like, this many people want to talk to me? Like, I want everyone to imagine. This is the best way I can put it. I'm sure Barra feels the same. I don't feel any different than I did uh, before, you know, we gained some notoriety in the small space, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Imagine you doing your thing, just doing what you like to do. And then all of a sudden you like go to an event and people are literally like lining up to take pictures (laughs) with you. Like it is surreal every Mm -hmm. single time. Um, And it is wild. 
bound that plays Halo was in our meet and greet line. Really? Yeah, and he was like, I'm such big fans of you guys. Like, thank you guys so much. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Sorry. Uh, let me get your autograph real quick. Like, for real. And Bro, that like, reminds me of when uh, one day we were at the esports studio. This was a few years ago. And they, uh, and I think it was Todd at the time, Todd Harris, was like, hey, um, do you guys know Kelvin Benjamin, the NFL player? And Finch and I were the only ones who, well, and Dave. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I don't know if Dave was in that day. That might have been before Dave was casting Smite. I think it was. Um, we were like, yeah, of course. And they, and he was like, oh, cool. Like, he's coming in to, like, what? see the studio. And we were like, what? And Your I remember Finch got so nervous. Finch got so nervous because he, like, he was playing for the Panthers. And that was Finch's favorite team. Um, oh. And... So we like came in and uh, we were there and, you know, I got to meet him and say, what's up. And this NFL player was like, yo, I know you. I was like, Hey man, I'm Ryan. You know, I, I cast. And he was like, yo, aggro. What's up, dude. I know who you are. I'm a big fan. And I was like, huh? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like that's crazy, bro. Like that doesn't bro. Finch was so nervous to meet him i would be and shaking man he I was like look. finch basically was and he came and he came out and calvin was like yo it's finch you're my favorite dude and i thought finch was literally gonna pass out like i thought he was yeah, right uh it, he oh was my like gosh that's so cool he was just so overwhelmed it was so funny i'll never forget that uh so that just that just reminded me of that moment that was that was absolutely wild yeah dalton schultz uh very good smite player and a very good football player as well. He uh, he's killing it um, in uh, in the playoffs right now. So rooting for him and hope he does well. Um, okay, that's gonna do it. Thanks everybody again. If you uh, did get a ticket and you didn't get in, please email info at prediction um, or DM me uh, on Twitter or on Discord or anything like that. Uh, and we'll make sure you get sorted. We will hopefully uh, do another 100%. one of these soon. But we love you all. We'll be back next week, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Until then, Barra, you know what to do. Bye. He's got my job. He's got my job. He's got it. No, Barra, Barra, Barra. Listen, this was good. But that was still good, man.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.